So today's daf is daf tzadi aluf. This is the final daf in the Heligah Maseches Tadarim. And Bezhem, we're going to be zeicha to do majority of today's daf. And again, we'll leave the the last Misa for the siyum. And at the end of today's share, we'll discuss the uh, well, we'll discuss the siyum and and how to go about it. But we're going to pick up from tzadi Yomad Beis, five lines from the bottom. Omar Rav Papa, fascinating daf. Get ready for a geshmaka one as always. Omar Rav Papa. Rav Papa says, Badiklon Rava. Rava checked us out as Talmidim. He gave us a test. And he asked us as follows, Ashes Ish Shenensa. If you uh, I'm sorry, Ashes Kayin Shenensa, if you have the wife of a Kayin who was violated, Yesh Luxuba, Yain Luxuba. Is she so he's Mukhuyev the divorcer? The Shaila is does she get Aksuba or not? Now what are the toots them? What are the sides over here? Kivan the Ainis Lagabi Kayin, Kirats Lagabi is all dummy. Since in halacha we consider a violated wife of a kayin to have the same halacha as a willing wife of a Yisraelis, so I'll say the same way a willing wife of a Yisraelis loses her ksuba for doing it willingly, so too over here ain't luxuba. A violated wife of the kayin would not receive uh, would not receive her ksuba. Or perhaps we could say it's not her fault. I don't Maybe she could say to her Kayan husband, listen, I know Chazina. The bottom line is I was violated. I didn't do nothing wrong. I'm fit to remain married to most people. However, Tapatsadi Aleph, the Gavra who And it's because of you that your field flooded. And Mamela is your problem. The fact that you're a Kayan is the reason why we can't stay together, and therefore I deserve to receive a Ksuva. Okay? So this was the Shaila that Rava sharpened his Talmidim with. He wanted them to think. So Va'amrinonlei, says Rav Papa, we said to him, we said back to our Rebbe, Rava, Masnisani, listen Rebbe, it's often a Mishnah, Ferish a Mishnah. Ha'imeres, if a woman says, Temeya ani lecha, I am Tomei to you, Yesh Ksuba, she's going to receive a Ksuba. Now I want to pause for a minute. And this is a quote from our Mishnah. Now, what was the Mishnah? So on Sadi Yamad Beis, what we learned yesterday was a fascinating situation where originally, before any shtick started, and we'll see what that shtick was, but it said our Mishnah had on Sadi Yamad Beis said, Barishayna, Hoyu Aymrim, what originally they said, there were three women who went out and these women could collect their ksuba. One of the situations was, when the wife of a Kayan says, I was violated, so we believe her that she's violated, and he has to divorce her and give her a ksuba. But afterwards, they changed it. The Mishnah says, afterwards, they changed it. They changed it because what happened was, apparently, women were using these various situations as an excuse to force a divorce so they could marry somebody else. And therefore, the, the Chazal changed it. Okay. So this is the Mishra. So now the Gemara, to answer the Shaila of how to view a violated Kayan, is going to answer with our Mishnah. Vashtet. What, what did we learn in our Mishnah? So, Bemayaskina. Yeah, Originally, if a woman says to her husband, I'm violated, she still got to But my ask, you know, what's the case of our Mishnah? If you think the case is an Aisha Yisrael, where a woman says she's violated, and we're going to force a divorce, and Aksuba says the Gemara, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, so 
if it was done willingly, of course she loses her ksuba. And if it's not willingly, that can't be the case, because nobody's going to force a divorce if she's violated. There's no shayla about this. So our Mishnah must be, the way we explained it, what's the case of a woman who's violated and gets divorced? It's got to be an Ashish Kayan. The Ella Ashish Kayan. Rather, the case of Mishnah needs to be dealing with a violated Ashish Kayan. Now, if the wife of the Kayan willingly had had uh, an extramarital affair, so certainly, she loses her ksuva. There's no shayla about that either. That can't be the case of the Mishnah. Why would she get a ksuba any more than the wife of a willing Yisraelis? Of course not. The same way the wife of a Yisrael who willingly goes into an extramarital affair loses her ksuba, the wife of a Kayan, how much more so? The case has to be, we're dealing with an Ashish Kayan, Who's violated, and the Mishnah says that originally you gave a, originally they received the ksuba. Beautiful. So, so Rav Papa says this was the response we gave to Rabba. Okay, again. So what happened? Rabba asked his Tamidim Mashaila because he wanted to check out, wanted to test them how well they know the sugya, how well they know what's going on. A violated Aishas Kayan. How do we view her? And they answered, we view her. As a violated woman, she's not like a willing Israelis, and therefore she receives her ksuva. Okay, Lemaisa, that's the halacha going on the beginning of the Mishnah. But the Mishnah ultimately backed out of that halacha and said that afterwards the Chachamim changed. And they said, even a violated Ashish Kayan, even a violated Ashish Kayan, is not going, uh, we're not going to force the divorce and have her collect the ksuba. Things changed. Chazru Laimar, they said no. Now why? So now the Gemara is going to uh, um, uh, enter a new, uh, a new Shaila that's going to lead us onto a number of fascinating stories that shows situations that women could try to pull this off. Before we get to the Mises, before we get to the stories, let's start with a Shaila, a question searching for information. Zuck the Gemara, the Gemara, the Gemara says, the Gemara asks a question searching for information. This is not a challenge. It's a curiosity question. They ask the question searching for information. Amra Lebaila Gerashtani. If you have a woman who says to her husband, Hey, hi, ex, you have divorced me. So what's the husband going to say to her if he wants to if he wants to uh, argue against that claim? He'll say, "Prove it." Where's the get? She's going to say, "I lost it." So she claims she got divorced. Mahu, what is the halacha? Okay, do we trust a woman to say she got divorced or not? Fine. Omar Rav Hamnuna, Rav Hamnuna says. Toshma, come and listen to the uh, to what we learned. This was the case of our Mishnah. If a woman says to her husband, "I am tamei to you," that was the case of the Eishes Kayan who was violated. The Afilu the Mishnah even according to the end of our Mishnah, who says that we're not just going to trust her to tell us this. Okay, because originally we trusted her. We said force a divorce and collect the Then we said no, 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 nishpushit. Not so simple. Hasamu de Over there, there's a concern that she may be lying. 
the yada lebala the yada because she knows the baila that her husband la yada ba doesn't know that or not. Meaning, when a woman comes to her husband and says, "I've Aisha's kain, I was violated, I was raped by a guy." Is the, does the husband know whether she's telling the truth or not? What's he going to do? Check. You're completely dependent on her information. So over there, maybe we'll say, ah, we're concerned about her lying because there's no way the husband can know any more than her. So we're just going to rely on her. She's a bari. He doesn't know. So, okay, bari v'shem bari other. But maybe in the case where she says, hey, hey, you're my ex. You're not my husband. You divorced me. He knows whether or not he divorced her. Maybe we should believe her for making such a chutzpadika claim. The chazaka, because we'll say there's a chazaka, there's a status. A woman's not going to be so brazen to say that in front of her husband when it's blatantly not true. And she knows that he knows it's not true. Meaning, people are a, a lot quicker to lie when the person they're talking to has no way to know whether th- it's true or not then they're willing to lie if... <laughs> they're like, what? What are you talking about? I never divorced you. What are you going to make it see? Okay. So that's Rev. Hamnuna's answer. So again, we asked the Shaila, what's the halacha? Do we trust the woman to say you divorced me? Says Rev. Hamnuna, yes. We'll trust the woman. Because even in the safe of our Mishnah that says we don't trust the woman to say that I was violated, that's because the husband doesn't know. But to have such chutzpah to tell somebody he divorced me when it didn't really happen... Women don't do that, hence we're going to believe her. That's Rav Amnuna's answer. Omele Rav. Rav said to Rav Amnuna, Adrabe, punkt vakert. Just the opposite. It's not true. Just the opposite. Allah should be the opposite. Afilo le Mishnah Rishayna diktani mehemna. Even according to the first part of our Mishnah, which said that we originally believed. Hosom, over there. Mishom de le avido le vazuye navsham. Over there we'll say. That maybe that the reason why they believed her is because it's embarrassing for a woman to come with such a claim, for her to show up to her husband and say, "Hey, you know, I hate to tell you, but I was violated against my will." So that is a uh, that's a, a tough thing for a woman to step forward and say. It takes a lot of guts, it takes a lot of emotional guts for a woman to step forward and say that. Avolhacha, but over here, when it comes to divorce, the zimnin, the takaflan min gavra. Yeah, where she now knows this man well. They've been married for a while. So they each had, they each know each other's uh, strengths, each other's weaknesses. And she's like done with this guy and she wants to get out desperately. She's not concerned about her image because they're obviously having terrible Shalom Baya situation if she's going to be trying to do this. Maybe she'll, uh, she'll have chutzpah and unending chutzpah. And Memela, therefore, we should not listen to her claim of it being MS. So again, Rav Amnuna had tried to say that we would trust a woman to say I'm divorced because who has such chutzpah? Rav says, no. A woman will have a lot of chutzpah, especially when it comes to a man who she's not interested in being married to. They don't have shalom bias. So, Masiv Rav Misharshia. Rav Misharshia has a challenging question on Rav's approach holding that a woman does have tremendous chutzpah. If a woman says that HaKadosh Baruch Hu, heaven is between me and you. That was one of the cases of our Mishnah. 
that the Mishnah Rishayna to Yofta Dorava, this is the Halacha and the Mishnah Rishayna, and this should be an Abshlag on Rava. Hacha, the less Lake Yisufa. Over there, there's no embarrassment whatsoever. Remember, what was the case where she said, She was telling him, you just don't have the physical abilities to have children. As we learned in Rashi and the Ran, she was saying that, you, you, you know, you don't have the, 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 the ability, the, the zera is not coming out properly. Over there, it's, not, it's nothing negative about her. There's no embarrassment over there. And still our Mishnah taught us, Vikatani de Mehamna. We see that you believe a woman even when it's not leading her to embarrassment. This is a Gishmaka question. In other words, says Rav Meshach Yitrova, Rava, according to you, why, do we, why did we originally trust a woman? Because she's going to come in with a claim that she's violated. You know, it'll be, it's embarrassing for a woman to have to say that. It's embarrassing. So there's more reason to believe her. Says Rav Meshach no. There's another case in our Mishnah where there's no embarrassment whatsoever and we believe her. So you see, the reason why we believe a woman initially, what we, why originally would believe a woman, is nothing to do with her being embarrassed. If she claims her husband doesn't have the proper strength to have, uh, that the zera should come out like an arrow to be able to have children, that doesn't speak anything about her. It says nothing whatsoever. And still we see that, there's, there, that uh, she's believed. Answer the Gemara, Kasaba Rava, Rava holds, Hasam in that case, since it's not enough for her to say that he does not have Zera coming out like a chaitz, if it wouldn't be true, she never would have said it. Okay. In other words, in that situation as well. It is going to be embarrassing for her to do that because, you know, to, to get involved in the intimate details of their lives, and especially if they already have children, so, oh, so he used to be able to have children, now he can't have children, and they're going to start getting involved in the intimate details. That is an embarrassing situation, and Rava can still say that, no, we do only trust a woman when there is, uh, when there's embarrassment, because otherwise, uh, you uh, because otherwise she w- she would lie, meaning she's not going to lie when she's putting herself into a stage of embarrassment, but perhaps she would lie when there is no embarrassment. Okay? Gvaldik. Hashamayim be'ni levenecha. If she says, Hashamayim, to her husband, your physical abilities between me and you, yeah, is, uh, you know, at the end, ultimately we said they backed out of that as well. This halacha, that we ultimately do not trust her when she says Hashemayim, should be an upshlag, should be a refute on Rav Hamnuna. Because we're going to assume that the same way she is claiming that his zera is not coming out in a way that he could father children, he would know that about his own body as well, and he would know whether she's lying to his face. Bikatani, and ultimately the Mishnah says at the end, that she's not believed. So you see that even when a woman is presenting something that's total chutzpah, she could be taught it, it to be an absolute lie, even when otherwise it would have been chutzpah, She's uh, she's not believed. This is a question on Rav Amnuna, who says that she would be believed in a chutzpah situation. 
So the answer is the Gemara, Kasaba Rav Amnuna. Rav Amnuna is of the opinion that Hachanami, in this case, uh, in this case as well, of Hashemayim Beini Leveinecha, he gufa da Amra, Nehi de Bebiya Yada, yeah, my husband knows what his capabilities are when it comes to having uh, intercourse and having intimacy. But he doesn't know what I'm feeling when the zera comes out of him. I'm the one who could feel this. And a husband will say to himself, perhaps, my wife's claiming it's not. Maybe, what, what do I know? He'll second guess his physical capabilities and say, I, you know, I know there's zera. Maybe that, that was released. Do I know that how strong it's released? That I don't know, and I have to rely on her. And therefore, she doesn't feel that it's chutzpah to be lying. She will actually lie, and hence, ultimately, afterwards, we stopped trusting her. Period. End of that uh, Shaila, uh, the, the, uh, the Shaila of, if she says to her husband, Gerashtani, that you divorce me, do we trust her or not? Machlekas Rabba and each one sticking to their guns. Beautiful. Period. Two dots. We're three lines to the bottom of Tzadi Aleph, Omud Aleph. Okay. Now, the Gemara is going to enter a number of stories that explain why our Mishnah on Tzadi Omud Beis ultimately said we do not trust a woman in these situations. Again, in the situations we had, a, the, the Mishnah gave us a few cases, which was that if, if a wife of a Kayan says, anilach, she says, I was violated. So we first said, you have to divorce her and give her a ksuba. Or if she says, you don't have the ability to father children because not, the zera doesn't come out like an arrow. Also, we said, divorce, no, uh, divorce and you have to give a ksuba. The next case was Netula and even Ayyuhudim. She says that I'm forbidden to be married from any Jew, to have any sort of benefit from any Jew, which includes her husband. Also, we're going to force a divorce and he's going to have to give Oksuva. And then ultimately we backed out because too many women were making shtick with this halacha and they were lying. And they were lying and presenting situations that were really not true, but it was a way for them to get a get and collect Oksuva. So Gemara is going to show various circumstances that women tried to do this and so that we should know what to be on the lookout for when women come with various claims. Like, what do you have to know? There's, a, there's going to be a lot of psychology in this. So here we go. Hahi Itza. There was a woman. Dechol Yuma, the Ishtamish, every day that her and her husband had relations, Mikadma, Masya Yedei Legavra. She would make it her business to bring him Negovasser by his bed the next morning. That was their thing. After, if they, if they had relations during the night, in the morning she made sure that he had Negovasser next to his bed. So what happened? But, but uh, if there was no relations, no Negovasser next to your bed. Okay. Yumachada one day, Asya Lemaya. She brought him uh, water to be uh, to, to, to use, to utilize. She brought him water so he could wash his hands. Omar Allah, the husband says to his wife, one second, my dear Rabbitson, uh, this thing referring to relations, we didn't have relations last night. 
This is something you do after relations. We, we didn't have relations last night. So she said to her husband, Are you serious? You didn't have relations with me? Well, let me tell you something. Somebody had relations with me in a dark room. In Cain, if so, Chad min hanachrim It must have been one of the salesmen. Yeah, Rashi says, and the Ran says, Nachrim these salesmen that would walk uh, door to door. Um, that that was the Ran, and Rashi says that they would be selling various perfumes. Says one of the guys must have snuck in and stayed in the house last night. And if you didn't have relations with me, Doma Minhain, it must have been that I was violated. Yeah, and uh, but uh, this was a, a you know, I, I was violated, and uh, I'm not allowed to stay married to you. This is assuming her husband was a Kayan. Okay? So again, she does this, she brings him, the husband's like, this is something we do after relations. And she says, well, somebody had relations with me. Omar of Nachman, of Nachman said, listen to this. We don't listen to her. She's fine. She can stay with her husband. Too fishy, as we say in uh, in our vernacular. Her claim is too fishy. Okay. Next story. Hi, it's insight into as to why he knew. Into why who knew? As to why we not knew. Yeah. Just, just wondering. You just, you're just saying because it was just such a weird story. Yeah, apparently, yeah. Apparently, I mean, from what I've seen is that the um, Rav Nachman, as the Paisik, very often you have to paskin things with lead up information, and depending on the information that led up to it, is going to be how you view the current. Matziv. So Rav Nachman was familiar with the situation, so he didn't he didn't uh, give her the credibility. Ha'iyitzer, there was a woman. There was a woman who was did not have bedicha. She wasn't seeing eye to eye with her husband. That's how we'll translate it. Bedicha daita means she wasn't she wasn't able to just. Have easy conversations and be lightheaded with him. So Amar Law, the husband said to her, "Ha'idna ma'ishna, what's what's bothering you? I see something's on your mind. You're upset. What's going on?" Amar Lay, she said to him, "May Eilam light saraton biyadcha eretz ki ha'idna." You should know that the pain that I had when we had relations last night. Was was very very hard for me, Amar Law. He says, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> I mean, we didn't have relations last night. Amar Lay. So she said to him, "Ha'idna um, um, means now." So he says, "Light and night or day." Amar said to him, It must have been those non-Jewish. Chevra uh, that were the the salesmen that were here Haidna that 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 came and must have they had relations with me if you didn't have relations with me it must have been one of them ignore her don't worry 
Ba'acher Havoi. Same thing. Okay. Ha'hugavra, there was another story. With a fellow, Da'havei Me'harzeik Be'beisohu Ve'insava. There was a man who, um, he was in a woman with, I'm sorry, he was in a house with a woman who was married. Okay? So basically, there was a, there was Yichud. I'll also marry the Besa. And there's a guy having Yichud with a married woman. And the husband came home. Oh, also. Married the oh also married the base of the the mar the master of the house came home, parte noyef luhutsa v'arak. So what happened was the husband ran away. In a way, I'm going to translate this in context. Okay, he ran away in a way that was too obvious. Omar Rava Rava says it's a sharia. This woman is still permitted to her husband in Isa Davide Sura. If they actually would have done an Isser, Irkuse Hava Mirkas, he would have been a little more careful to make sure that the husband didn't see him. Right? He would have been more careful to make sure that uh, he would have been more careful the husband didn't see him. For the fact that he's allowing this to happen and he's publicly, you know, he's not, he's not hiding what's going on over here. Memela, there's something fishy, and we do not have to assume they actually had relations, and she's going to remain, uh, she's going to remain mutter to her, she's going to remain mutter to her husband. Okay, we have one more Misa, we're going to hold it here for today, and Be'ezaz Hashem, tomorrow we will wrap up our Mesechta and make a Siyum. Have a wonderful, wonderful evening, everybody.